Look at kind of a weak connection out here. <laughs> Uh, everybody good? Yep. Yeah. All right, here we go. Look at talk. New episode starts now. Welcome one. Welcome everybody to another edition of Look at Talk. Today's Look at Talk, ladies and gentlemen, is the guys only round. I had to bring back the fellas once again for the guys only round for the month of September in the middle of football season. I hope y'all enjoying the football. You know what I'm saying? I'm surprised we're getting it. But that's another story for another day. I'm your man, Vic. Uh, joining me today is my guys, Don, Marco, Juggy. How you doing, fellas? Grateful <laughs> to be alive. I'm good. I'm hanging. Right. Marco, how we doing? I oh, second Marco that. Off. Uh, yes, we, um, we're grateful to be alive. You know what I'm saying? I'm grateful to be here. You know what I'm saying? Grateful to be doing Bring Y'all Look and Talk once again because... Times is getting crazy, man. You got the fire wildfires out in California. The whole entire West Coast is burning down. Then you got the storms here. It, it's just crazy, man. How are y'all putting up with this craziness? Thankfully, we're able to uh, put up with it by watching some football, at least for me. Um, as much as going on with social justice, I can't sit here in front. Like, I, I don't need football. I mean, just to take my mind off of everything that's going on is definitely pleasurable. So, and our Agreed. RIP Chadwick tore me up. Had to shed some thug tears. Um, We're going to miss you, bro. But you definitely Listen. For the better, change the world around us for the better on the entertainment side. Just had to say that real quick. That's real. That's real. You know what I'm saying? I know we talked about last week. Rest in peace to Chadwick, man. He has so many different roles just besides the Black Panther, man. It's, we really, truly lost the legend too soon. Don, how you doing, dog? I'm hanging in there. Blessed. Grateful to be here as well. Um, <clears throat> I'm kind of, I'm one of those people that likes to bury themselves in work uh, <laughs> to ignore everything else. Because, um, you know, distractions are nice when everything's on fire, but if you're going to use distractions, at least be positive with it. So I'm just trying to go into overdrive and just knock out as many projects as I can, as much work as I can. Um, not that I want to like ignore everything that's happening, but at the same time, I got to protect my own mental. And if I'm not around to <laughs> change the world, then what's the <laughs> point? So I kind of avoid a little bit of stuff because I'm not trying to, I can't let it, you know, you have the negative thoughts seep in and you think everything's on fire, but it's like, no, we can, we still in control of this. It sucks right now, but we'll, we're going to be all right. So trying sounds good but it's work yes i agree with that i definitely agree with that i definitely feel you on that um i definitely that's why i get two jobs but one of my jobs can't help but be succumb to um watching everything that's going on because your board is sitting there so i feel you on that anyway ladies and gentlemen we got a great guys the only episode in store for y'all we're gonna dive into some things that i talked to the fellas about some things because the world's just been getting crazier and crazier since the last time we talked. Let's go ahead and hop right into it. Uh, what do you, what are y'all thoughts on Kamala Harris so far? Like and her being nominated. Do y'all think um y'all think she's the one? She's showing y'all that she's gonna really do something in office. It's it's funny you should mention that. I'm actually uh, working on a show. I'm editing a show that I did. Um, a full expose about Kamala Harris um, being a really good pick for vice president. 
listen, politics is a game. Is Kamala Harris deserving? To me, she's more deserving than a lot of other candidates. I feel like at least the moral fiber of a character is at least acceptable (laughs) compared to people like Joe Biden, who's a borderline pedophile. The president, we already know what he's capable of and what he's done and what he continues to do. Um, and so many other people around him. I do think she's a good pick. She has an immigrant background. She is uh, the daughter of people who are <coughs> in the civil Excuse rights me. movement. And on top of all that, she's been a senator. She's been an attorney general. She's been a DA. She knows how the system works inside and out. And I feel like she's a good pick. In my personal yeah. opinion. I feel you on that. Um uh, it's like I understand that she may know the system and how it works, but is her heart in it to do good? Is my question. Like, where's her heart at? That's my main question with her. Is like, how do we know mm-hmm. that she's really in it to, to be a benefit for black folks, or mm-hmm. is she just you know, just somebody just trying to be the token black person? That's what. That's kind of mm-hmm. where I'm at with it because you get some politicians. Some black politicians that get in there and they forget that they're black. Let's just call it how I see it. You know, I mean, feel like all chameleon. I mean, all uh, politicians they play the game. And so for Kamala, you know, I do feel like there's points in her career where she kind of picked and chose when she was black. You know, when she was Indian, you know, she's picking and chose those spots. You know, trying to get those votes. You know, they they do pander for votes, especially you know at that level. So. Like I said, her moral compass, as far as politics goes at the national level, she has a really good moral compass, in my opinion. Um, They say the vice president doesn't affect much, but you did have Joe Biden essentially in the ear of Obama during his eight eight years in office. So I do think it makes a big difference, and God forbid, if something happens to Joe Biden, we have a capable person who could theoretically be president. That's just how I feel. Yes. Uh, like I said, welcome back, Marco. I'm glad you're back on. We're talking about would Kamala Harris be good for uh, in her role as vice president? What's your thoughts? And Juggy just kind of weighed in on it. Um, to be fair, I don't really... So this is my first time, or a sec, actually my second election, actually following it. Um, and I don't really care for the nominees. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I just hope that she does her job and we don't have to have that nigga in office no more. So, (laughs) 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 to a degree, I have to agree with Marco that I, well, part of me has to be agree, but I'm just like, if anybody, I'm like, can somebody else step up to the plate? Because he ain't it. Don, what you think, dog? Ooh, do I want to answer this question? Um, <clears throat> I got a podcast tomorrow. I didn't want to get canceled. Um, I'm a, okay. I'm not gonna be long, and I'm gonna keep it real. So my political beliefs are a little controversial. So I'm gonna keep it cute. But uh, I, she's a black woman. Point number one. <laughs> I'm, I'm desperately searching for other points. I just, I'm at this point, I'm, I don't have faith in anybody <laughs> to make this better. Um, life 
because we like to act like, um, oh, it's, it's, life is so much better. We're not slaves anymore. We don't have Jim Crow anymore. We don't have this anymore. And I, I feel like life has gotten worse since I've been born. Under each administration, mm-hmm. times are getting worse and worse and worse from what I see. And uh, what I know the politicians are, things are real bad. And then they'll bring a, a smiling, nice face in. And this, everything's cool, Bill Clinton. Everything's all right. And then we get a George Bush acting the fool. And everything's crazy again. And now we got Barack Obama. And everything's cool again. It's just, it is a game. Um, and I know we have to work with the constraints that we're in. So I'm not trying to push an agenda of, like, not fucking with politics. Don't get me wrong. It's just, I don't, I'm not trusting anybody at face value anymore. I want to see what your work is going to be. I don't want to hear about your receipts, your accolades. What are you going to do to make my life better tomorrow, not 10 years from now? <laughs> So that's all I got from Miss Kamala. I hope she does good. <laughs> yes. But I can't give her nothing else. <laughs> I don't trust nobody. I actually feel all three of y'all this is like I feel but I really feel Don the strongest because I'm sitting here saying like, what the hell are you gonna do to us? I feel like what Ice Cube said in his video that we need to us black people, we need to hold our black vote hostage to these politicians prove to us what they're gonna do once they get the vote. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Because that was a very powerful video. I'm just like, you know, but I don't know how it's gonna work when you got all these, all these rappers out here. Some of these rappers out here trying to come out and speak on behalf of these politicians. I'm like, listen, what is that? What are they gonna do for you, and what are they gonna do for your community? You know, listen. Can I say one thing about that? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. What's that? It's real short. What you said about that withholding the black, that withholding the black vote thing, like I feel like, and this is a, this is a wild, the wild thing. It's never gonna happen, but I just feel like, what if every single black person said, "I'm not voting this year." Mm. You know what I mean? What you? I, I want somebody better. I'm not voting until you give me better. If every single person agrees to that, what would they? They would have to give us somebody else. I'm just so frustrated with this lesser of two evil bullshit. It's like you give us bullshit on one side and bullshit on the other side, and be like, "Now y'all pick. This one likes black people. This one doesn't. Make your decision." And I'm sick of that. Like I just don't. I don't know how to orchestrate that. I just feel like, is there a way for the people to take their power back? You know what I mean? Like we can't just keep sitting around letting them just give us people to lead us to the light. Like I'm done. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm a little high. So- I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm fine. So just to respond to that about the black vote part, I and the thing is, I feel y'all on a personal level. So here's the thing. Here's the thing, Skip. Here's the thing. <laughs> the problem is, is that the person that we have in office is all the check marks of things that a person should not be. Pedophile check mark, criminal check mark, thief mm-hmm. check mark, liar check mark, intelligence like thereof check mark. And, you know, the lesser of two evils doesn't really exist in politics, but Lord knows we cannot have another four years under this person who can't get his statistics right. He fires everybody that works for him. He has frontal lobe dementia. Joe Biden isn't much better. He just said that there's 150 million people that have coronavirus. If you notice earlier, I said if for some reason something happens and somebody named Kamala Harris is able to become the president, that would be the best case scenario under a two-party system. Because unless we all got a few billion dollars to put down, 
we're going to have to go one way or the other. And I don't like it either. Matter of fact, I think we need to formulate some type of economic group where we start funding each other for businesses because I, I just thought of, thought of having 45 again for another four years and pulling the bottom out, defunding Social Security, defunding Medicaid and Medicare, taking away the postal service. I but can't. don't want to do nothing about the troops, but don't want to bring the troops home, which will probably save us some money. Or yeah, don't always want to bail out these big ass of course businesses, not. but never, never, but never want to look out for people like us. Now, I feel bad for small businesses that have to be shut down because the coronavirus, but these big ass businesses, they getting cut checks and making money off this shit, man. So I'm with that. I don't know if I can mm. do another four years of. Crybaby45, Mr. Twitterfingles in office. I got a plan. What's your plan? plan? My plan is we need to stop supporting the white man. The NBA, the NFL, and Amazon, and Targets, and Walmarts, and all this. Stop shopping there. Because all we're doing is just making the white people richer. And I know we're going through a pandemic and all this other shit, but we gotta hurt them where they hurt, and that's where their pockets. Because that's all they care about is money. This man is still making money off of us during a pandemic. He's a trillionaire. I just just don't understand like how this is possible. When people are out here on unemployment and um, unemployed and kids can't even go back to school and shit, but you making money off of us because we got to, because you want to open schools and do NBA and NFLs and all this other shit. Shut everything down. Burn it all down. Mm. Yeah, those are strong words, bro. I'm with that. Burn yeah, it. those are some very strong words. But it's like the only problem with that is <laughs> you gotta get enough people that engage. But you have enough people that just all they can think about is getting their pockets and get their money. You know what I'm saying? You don't have you have people that's willing to make that sacrifice. Yeah. Problem. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Nobody's we we. We have we. I feel like it's group a collective. We just always look to a savior, somebody to come and save us, and um, it can be we can save ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you got a Martin Luther King, you got a, a Malcolm X, and you have this person and that person. It's just like why don't we just turn to this one person every single time? Like it's all galvanized behind them. It's like no, let's everybody get your individual shit together. We can all make individual choices and changes, and it might be hard to just stop you know, shopping at one place or stop voting for this person, whatever, but you got to start. Like, the NBA, what were they banning it for? Like, they, they, what, protested for, like, a week or something? And I was like, that's the right idea, but y'all playing it. I they did. Like, exactly. Y'all should not go back they at all. Just they took you. They're not going to fire you if all of y'all don't go back. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Like, I don't get it. I'm it's, sorry. I'm like, you are the money. You are the bag. <laughs> like, it's, it's, I feel like I don't get it. it's I'm not, sorry. I feel like it's not as simple as we wanted to be, number one, I don't feel like we should be sacrificing nothing as black people. We have suffered far more than the fair share. And I'm not trying to be a race, being in a race to, you know, be the worst treated group of people around the planet. But we ain't got no health care. We got food deserts. We're treated wrong in every industry, every sector. Every governmental institution doesn't treat us favorably, quite the opposite. 
I, I don't know what, what can be done. And in a global economy, one thing affects another. We stop shopping at Walmart, where half the people in the hood gonna buy their food at when they're riding a the bus? They ain't got no gas, they got kids. It's 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 a whole system of things that are outside right. our control. But I'm telling you, I'm telling y'all right now, <laughs> for right now, this is one thing, and we can do whatever we need to do after that. We just need to get Trump out of the office. After that, I, I'll be the first one doing another million man march in the cold and being like, Biden, you got to go too, bro. Because we needed to get Trump out of office. But right after he gets in there, how are you going to sit here and say 150 million people done died from coronavirus? That's half the country, bro. Are you already losing your mind? You sound like you should be in a nursing home. What is going man? If, yes. why these politicians if, so old? if we burn they shit down, they'll start mm. speaking what we need to hear. <laughs> if we start burning these buildings down, we're gonna get the information that we need. That's all I'm saying, y'all. Nobody's listening to me though. It's okay. I can't do it alone. I, I'm I, hear too, I hear you. I, hear you. No, I think it's just me. in the I, just... I think it's we had to meet in the middle. <sighs> We have to meet in the middle. We have to start building, uh, finding a way to build the infrastructure ourselves. Because it's, it's not as easy as going cold turkey tomorrow. You know, we got we don't have to survive on Walmart for a while. But um, we can't just ease on. We can't just ease on down the road and be like, oh, here comes my next person. It's just like, yeah, let's, yeah, let's keep on working with the system that we got. Vote for them. Do what you got to do. But we need building a plan B outside of this bullshit yes. anyway. Because... They, they, we already see that politics only have one person in mind, and we have never been that person, and we never will be. I'm keeping it real. We will never have that power if we keep going over going right now. Like it's, it's nobody's trying. Like we got to figure that out. I don't know what that answer is, but we got to meet somewhere in the middle. Yes, I agree. I agree that we need to burn down. We need to figure something out. You know what I'm saying? I hope y'all got something from that a little bit, y'all, because now we're gonna shift gears a little bit, fellas. How do we feel about attending social functions in the midst of this pandemic? Like, how do y'all feel about going out to big-ass places and to events and stuff still in the pandemic? Because I be seeing YouTube videos of people in Atlanta turning up, and I be seeing club videos of people still turning up as, as if there's no pandemic. I'm like, y'all are bold. I mean, how y'all feeling about that? Hmm. I'm going to speak from experience. Hmm. Um <laughs> So I have been one of the ones. So I just came back from Atlanta and I did go out one night, but I did have my uh, N95 mask on and everything. And Atlanta, Georgia is showing their whole black ass. These people are not wearing masks, but you also have the mayor saying one thing and then the governor saying another. So I see where the confusion is because even at the restaurants, they don't even got signs up. Not all of them, let me say that. So, um, damn. I don't, I mean, after that little um, bar situation that I went to, I'm like, yeah, I actually felt really safe in there. Just like, I was like, I have to go. <laughs> I was like, this is not right. Um, I mean, I'm still good. My results came back negative, but um, it was mm -mm, no more. <laughs> Six feet and only three to four people. Mm -mm. That's real. <sighs> Listen. <laughs> I ain't been nowhere. I mean, I, I, okay. I'm, I have been traveling, but every time I've been traveling, it's been 
so somewhere safe. I'm actually traveling again. Y'all gonna think I'm real busy, but every time we do this record, <laughs> I'm somewhere else. But like we, I'm in Jacksonville right now. Um, but each time it's just like a few people we doing. It's either I'm working or it's like a, a you know a fun thing. But clubs and all that stuff. No, thank you. But I'm not judging. Um, I want to thank Atlanta actually because I have really enjoyed all the fight videos. <laughs> all of you niggas acting a fool in the club like that warns my oh, heart. Yeah. It was like <laughs> so, and I'm and I'm probably I might I might I might get canceled for this. I might get canceled for this because I, as much as I want to push the black race forward, I love me some fights. I watched them like with popcorn in hand, like act a fool for me, please. I enjoy that. So oh y'all keep doing it y'all better in person. I'm staying in the house. Oh. Too, so. <laughs> oh, I bet. I'm sure. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. real. You can... When you, when you hear fight, I'm, I'm the one that runs exactly. to it. I'm the one that's recording it. I'm my, my video is probably the one on YouTube. Okay. So <laughs> Just, just don't hit me though. And, and let me give you a disclaimer. I like a good old fashioned fight. I'm an old school. I like, I like to see two niggas get out there and scrap, preferably two girls. <laughs> fights, but an even fight, somebody no. loses. That's the end of it. I don't want to see nobody get stomped out. I don't want to see no guns. I just want to see hand to hand combat. Oh my goodness, that's so real. What are you about fighting? I, I agree, Dom. Hey, Juggy man. Man, they kept it real though, man. But I feel like Joe, you got something to say about this. So I, I, I gotta keep it real, man. I'm gonna be straight with y'all. Um, a couple months ago, um, I went with my boys. We went to Orlando to a juve. Um, I had my mask on. I was practicing social distancing rules as much as possible. Uh, but I can't say the same thing for some of my friends. It was definitely turning up. Um, Cause it had got to the point where I literally was not going anywhere, but to the store, to the farmer's market. I went to all these cause I can't afford to go to Walmart and I was coming back home and I'm playing video games. I'm spending time with my fiance, but eventually you go stir crazy. So to me, I mean, people was never staying inside to begin with cause people don't know how to follow directions in this country cause we're such an individualistic uh, culture. But at this point, if you're getting tested on a consistent basis for Corona and your practices also this is you have on a mask. Now, for these people that's out here with no mask, you know, I, I have very little sympathy for it. But if you're wearing a mask to try to prevent that transmission, which is supposed to be facial bodily fluids or what have you, what are you going to say? I mean, people have to go on and live their lives. Mm-hmm. You can't keep everybody inside for a whole year. The government ain't finna yeah. no checks. They're not giving us no checks like you're doing in these other countries. Hmm. They're not shutting down mortgages and rent. They still evicting people out here. So, what you want people to do? Live our best. You go. You making people hustle. They say they want to open back stuff up so we can make more money for them. So, what? What are you supposed to do, man? People can't. We're social creatures. We have habits. We have things that we like. So I, I don't know, man. I mean, is there a right or a wrong to this? Indeed, there is no. I, I, I feel you on that. I feel there no perfect answer because I'm sitting here saying I want to go out. I do want to turn up and stuff. But I got last. I got my mask on and stuff. And I, I had to work in um certain places. And I gotta get to see the um, people out there. And I'm like, but as far as I can see, I see everybody got their masks on and stuff. 
And I was watching the football game too, and um, I saw people out there with their masks on. They they were social distancing. They had the whole stadium spread it out. If we can do something like that, then yeah, let's do it because people gonna go crazy in here just sitting in the house doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? Just and and I like the Zoom meetings. And I like the 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 social meetings, but I I miss potting in person. You know, so I miss the face to face interaction. So we gotta get back to that. So. I definitely agree that everybody's just going to go crazy. And I feel you, though. I wouldn't mind seeing a good ass with my damn self, you know what I'm saying? I'll just be right there chilling, you know what I'm saying, um, watching them fight. As long as y'all pull out no guns or nothing, nothing crazy like that, we're good. But we need to just go ahead. Right. And, as long as everybody rocking their mask on, doing what they need to do. If you if you have the COVID, stay your ass home because, you know what I'm saying, because I do another job to where that sometimes you got to ask the people the questions. But I'm like, in my head, I'm thinking – if they have the damn COVID, then they'll probably stay they have enough sense to stay their asses home mm-hmm. and just stay home in quarantine, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's what I'm thinking. But also, also, side note, the new the new Madden and the new 2K, they both suck. So, I don't know if any video game players out there, y'all might need to put oh, that note out God. there. <laughs> that ain't what I want to hear. We got to support Kobe. We gotta buy two K twenty one. I did. I Kobe. did get it for Kobe though. I did. I did. I Don't bought me. that one for Kobe. I rented Madden. I'm like Madden. What the fuck is this Madden? Can Come I say something? <laughs> yeah. What's up? Don't buy it because the money's going to the white man, y'all. See? Oh. See? <laughs> supporting Kobe, but who's really getting the money? See how we do. That's true. You're right. Oh. See how we do. We can't enjoy nothing no more. <laughs> Marco said. Marco. Nothing. What the hell are we supposed to do? <laughs> I guess I'm, where I'm at in my mind state of all this Black Lives Matter and shit, I'm going to keep downplaying everything that people watch and buy and shit, even the shit that I do, because I'm ready to fuck some shit up. And that's what I got to say. Because that's, that. that's the only way we're going to get Heard loud and clear. Heard loud and clear, man. <laughs> yes. Oof. No I, heard li- I heard that so loud and clear. I wish I had that same discipline, but I hear you loud and clear. But ladies and gentlemen, this is Looker Talk. If you don't know, now you know. Um, the more liquor you drink, the better this podcast sounds. And if you got to have some liquor, buy from a black-owned liquor company because they out here, you know what I'm saying? Just got to find them and support them. Ladies and gentlemen, now we're going to shift gears again. Now we're going to get into some dating and relationship topics. These topics were provided to my guest last week, Ms. Ron Zena, holding it down out of Missouri from the On the Rocks with Zena podcast. These next two things she wanted to know from the guys. So, fellas. Why do y'all feel like guys ghost people? Oh, <laughs> Lord. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead. Yeah, she, uh, the lady asked it, so we got to deliver, you know what I'm saying? So, I, I, you know, for me, when I was back, back when I was on the Satan scene back in the day, a long time ago in the galaxy far, far away, um, the number one thing was <laughs> if I sensed that that person, you know, I'm telling them we're talking and I'm getting the feeling that it's not going to work or we're not compatible and I'm saying I'm interested and you continue to message me, that's a reason to ghost. Um, mm-hmm. If you're low on the totem pole uh, on my draft list, and you're about to be six rounds slash mm-hmm. undrafted slash practice squad. 
Yeah. You didn't go to school. <laughs> and if real. by chance, and I got Get really real good at avoiding this, but if by chance you do not look like your pictures, you're getting ghosted. <laughs> and your your lips are different, your facial structure is different, your eyeball size <laughs> is different, your body, your skin tone. I did not know. <laughs> you getting ghosted. I didn't know we was going to have sex today. Come on now. Come on. What you expect, man? You got to expect the unexpected. It got so bad to where I was telling, it got so bad that I was helping my single friends out. Even recently, they're like, oh, I want, you know, I, I saw the girl online, you know, I got her Snapchat. <laughs> I'm like, let me see it. Come on, bring it over here. And I'm like, first of all, this is trash because Snapchat gives them all type of filters that they think they look good and they ugly. Let's just be real. <laughs> the Snapchat gives them all type of filters. It cleans up their face. It's, it's like when they do the airbrush at Elle magazine. Mm-hmm. Hello. So you need to get Thanks. the Facebook pictures. It's probably going to be your best bet. And if she ain't giving you your face, her Facebook, keep it moving. Listen, that's my two cents. I'm gonna let y'all the boys go. My bad. No, no, you know you good. I'm glad you took it there because my thing was <laughs> that was really that was perfect. nail on the head. Because I'm like, my thing is if I can't Facetime you or do a video chat with you, oh, we definitely gonna ghost. And and that's for the catfishes out there. Now, if your actions say something, if I don't feel a vibe from you. Then yeah, we usually go ghost because we don't because sometimes some of us don't want to hurt your feelings, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> what what y'all thinking, fellas? Cause Juggy took it to church, you know what I'm saying? He kept it all the way real. Um didn't he? I I was waving my hand. I'm over here still praising and worshiping over here. Um I ghost people. Um, one, because I don't gotta explain myself to nobody or why I don't want to talk to them no more. Um, but then two. Um, All right. I'm just a fuck boy, and I just got fuck boy tendencies. And sometimes oh, it just oh, <laughs> there it is. Sometimes At least honest about it. There it is. Like one day I want to wake up to a good morning from you and good night. I respect the honesty. And then the next day I'm like, yeah, I'm over this. Yeah, no more. Like it just it literally happens. Wow. Whew. The backlash. Yes. Backlash. The backlash. Coming. Right. Donald. You're making it hard yeah. for us out here. Everybody making it hard, <laughs> but sometimes with some of the things I've dealt with and some of the bullshit we've got from women, I could I'm at a point now I can actually understand it. And and it used to not be like that, but it's like you just get to the point where you're just sick of dealing with the bullshit when you know when good people always get tired and fed up, you're just like, you know what? I understand why my dog being a fuck boy, because some of these women out here are sorry and mediocre. And they deserve to get ghosted. What you think, Don? That's true. Take it, um, take it home. I, I ghost. Well, listen. I used, I used to be, you know, um, a serial ghoster myself, and now, you know, I found the Lord, got myself <laughs> together. Um, it's, I still ghost, but for the reasons that you listed, I all those reasons. But before, I used to be a ghoster where. If I'm, it doesn't matter how into it I was. If I'm into this and I feel like you are not 100% as interested as me, like if I see you look one other direction, I'm like, what are you thinking about? Oh, 
So you, 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 you done with this? You, you don't want me no more? And I'm just going to take off. <laughs> Change the phone number. Nothing. Like, if I, I try to play you before you play me. I used to. And that's toxic, for real. But uh, I'm working through that now. I used to think that it was, like, this Playboy thing. And I was just like, oh, I ain't got time for this. But now I'm like, oh, no, that's like a defense mechanism. It's like, I think you about to dip out. So guess what? Now I'm gone. Now what you going to do? And that's toxic, y'all. That's awful. Uh, mm. So I'm working with that. <laughs> But the other get the ways y'all listen, those that's healthy yes. ghosting. Uh, I definitely got issues. You heard it here. You heard it here, ladies. But y'all there that is a such thing as healthy ghosting. You heard it here now. <laughs> <laughs> there is for your own mental health. You know what I mean? It's, especially the catfishing thing. I have zero tolerance for so, the catfish out of the world. Ooh. Like, what do you want from I don't me, think my I've nigga? Never been catfished. <laughs> I think I've been catfished probably a couple times because yeah, oh I have I've been catfished. That's all I'm gonna say, boy. Because yeah, that's a blessing. I've been catfished. Like meet somebody, you go on the date, you get to date, and it's a completely different person. It's like, what did you want me to do in this okay, situation? That was my next like, question. what? What? You want? I'm leaving. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not gonna explain. Yeah. That. Like what? <laughs> yes, it is crazy, and it's like some women. It's like I've had to look twice at their profile pictures, and I'm like, you are five tones darker than what the hell your profile picture said. What the hell? What am I looking at? You don't even look like this. <laughs> oh boy, that's what you, you look at the Snapchat. At the Ellie, boy, stay off them. Hey, I'm gonna tell guys, all the guys that's listening to this podcast, listen for your boy Drug and Survivors. Listen, hey, stop collecting these Snapchats. Get off Snapchat. Do not do not depend on Snapchat <laughs> and think you're doing something. Don't do it. I'm I'm telling you right now, especially these Gen Zs, Gen Z boys, don't. Gen Z boys, listen to us. Please don't do this. Please don't do it. Now, yes, please get off. So don't trust social media. If you get their number, FaceTime that ass or Google Duel, video chat with them so you can see what they uh, look like in real life. You know what I'm saying? This is about to be 2021. Ain't no damn excuses while we we still getting catfish. No more. No more, y'all. And ladies, stop. Go ahead. What? I was going to say, let me put y'all up on some game. Now you can FaceTime through um, Instagram, too. So you ain't even got to exchange numbers. Oh, Whoa. I didn't know you could do that. Yep. I didn't know you could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. do that either. It is. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Get these motherfuckers. Check them on site. As soon as they <laughs> ask you, go ahead and hit that video call. <laughs> oh, you get this out the way right now. <laughs> oh, boy, it's going to be some Expose yourself. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We want this smoke, yes, 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 <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. This is Sorry, Liquor Talk. Man. Well, we want all that smoke on this episode, you know what I'm saying, of the guys only round. So the other lady, she asked another question. She says, at what point does talking become dating? What do y'all think? Hmm. I would it's- say talking becomes dating when it just, when I just shut down, when I'm not talking to anybody else, where it's just you and you only when I got all my eggs in the basket on you. That's that's kind of what I'm thinking. I mean, y'all can, y'all can feel free to weigh in. Mm, I mean, I think for me, I know uh, when me and my fiance, we were talking and then we are dating. I feel like every guy has that moment where you got two choices. Either, you know, you're going to settle down 
because you know that that's the person that you really want to talk to or you're not and you're just going to continue to talk to other people um you can't do that forever so eventually you got to choose someone nobody's going to be perfect so at that point when you make that decision like you know what i want to talk to this one person and see where it goes you just gotta you know take the plunge for better for worse if it's if it's worse it's a learning experience if it's for better hey you found your mate and you're good mm. so you gotta you gotta take you just gotta make the decision can't be wishy-washy that's real out there mm. gotta die i agree with yeah. both of those points actually um i think you said it perfect victor both of y'all did uh like once i made the decision that oh we're not doing the group thing anymore it's just me and you i think we have to come to that decision at the same time um that helps when you're on the same page but uh also um yeah taking the plunge like you were saying i think that it's okay to date um i'm gonna speak for myself i think i grew up in a churchy household disney household where i've just been waiting you just grow up and think oh this one love's gonna come out of the clouds and that one person is for you and y'all gonna run off into the sunset one day and shit ain't work out like that i think that uh so people are afraid to take that plunge because i think are you the one is this it whatever and i'm like even if it's not the one you got Mm -hmm. something to learn from that person so take the plunge every time if you want to meet somebody and y'all start going together in two weeks that's your business you got to answer nobody if y'all break up in six months it was meant to fall out like that but you learned something from that process so i think date everybody keep going until you find the one like don't hold back and don't think i don't want to get into nothing serious like fuck it that's where I'm at at this point. <laughs> I'm like, it can't get any worse than this. So who who taking a, take a number, sign up, get in line? Like, let's roll. Let's knock it Yes, out. yes. So, anyway. Now, I feel, actually, I I'm feel you on secret. that, Don. I, I definitely feel you on that. Like, just look, talk to everybody. See who's going to, see which one is going to, the cream. Because like I say, the cream rises to the crop. You know, the cream is going to rise to the top. So who's going to step up to the plate and be like the one that just take yeah. you away and run with you? What's up, Marco? Um, for me, I'm a little old school, so it takes me about three to six months to process anybody's application um, when they're trying to move from <laughs> the talking to the dating. <laughs> because I need to know all your toxic he, traits and like how you handle certain situations. He's still on paper. Um, <laughs> I feel like it's just too easy to date now, so I'm willing to take the longer route to actually know everything about you. Because I don't, I really don't have time to waste anymore. But we can ride this wave until, you know, I'm ready to get off. That's what we can do. That's real. Mm. That's real. I think some of us, we might need to go back to the old school route where Mm -hmm. we just figure out what the hell you about. You know what I'm saying? Where we we taking three to six months to process this, figure out what the hell you about and spend more time with you. You know what I'm saying? Too many people, we live in this damn microwave generation. They think, oh, one time with me and now I want a relationship with me. I want a relationship. I'm like, how you want a relationship from me when we just met tonight, you know what I'm saying? And we just had dinner and that's it. You don't know nothing about me. You <laughs> you don't know where I'm from. You don't know my ambitions and stuff. You don't know what the hell I'm allergic to, you know what I'm saying? Shit, come on. You gotta know some things about me before I just dive into a relationship with you. <clears throat> so that's what we think. Also, what do y'all think about this? What do, Now, I, know the, I think I know the answer to this question, but she wanted to know this anyway. I know the answer, but I'll ask it anyway. Do the guys have rosters, have big rosters, or what? Um, mm, 
I don't think I've ever. Mm. <laughs> I mean, a start a start lineup like a starting five of women just talk to. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need parameters. Women, I guess. <laughs> so, don't uh, tell me it's bigger than that. Y'all stupid. I so so the thing is, is you got, and again for me personally, this was back in the day. This is not current. My disclaimer. So don't nobody disclaimer. Amen. This is back in the day, years ago, back in the elder days. Anyways, so you always gonna have that one person that you've been observing, that you put your Vegeta scouter on, and that person's over nine thousand that you have at the top of your list. And you're always gonna have, you know, about realistically, you know, unless you're an extremely wealthy person. You're going to have anywhere from three to four other people. And those people can all be really good options, but they're just not going to be that first round draft pick that you're going to give, you know, you're going to bank your whole future on. Mm-hmm. And the problem comes in where, you know, us men being hunters um, and looking for prey, the problem comes in when, you know, you have guys that either exaggerate uh, their bingo book you know what I'm saying? As if they're bounty hunters or something like that. And they well, you know what I'm saying? I got I got uh I got about 20 up in um Baltimore, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I got some up there. Bro, but you ain't been to Washington, DC but one time. You wouldn't even live up there. <laughs> so how you got 20, cuz? Exactly. And don't tell me you met them online, because that don't count. We just talked about the filters. So I really think that a lot of guys realistically, I know some guys, you know, are players or whatever, and, you know, they got 10, 11, and everything like that, but once you get to a certain point, it's very exhausting to keep up with that many women, I think, and you just got to chop it down to about four or five. That's what I think. But that's just me. Y'all boys on some next level, so it's probably a lot different from what I just said. Yeah. I'm curious to hear what Marco and Don are weigh in on this. So um, I'm speaking from old Marco, not today, Marco. But um, so I used to keep like a good seven or eight. And I just let people just fall off wherever they need to get off the boat again. Um, But yeah, I've never had more than eight. Eight. After eight, I just get a little lost in the conversations. I forget what I start telling people. I start lying. And then it's not pretty for anybody. So yeah. yeah, it gets cold during the winter, so you got to have different options, you know, especially around Christmas because you got to get those gifts. In. You better say that. <laughs> mm. Yes. This is. Oh my goodness. Um, for me personally, uh. Um, I, I think like at my like peak in my prime, you know, when I was out with the young kids, I kept a good like five, I guess I would say. I don't think it, maybe five or six. Now, when I say keep five or six, I, it does not mean I don't have, you know, a couple ships passing in the night outside of that. Uh, but my five or six is like my little hand. It's like the people I could just call on whenever. They're, of course, one has priority. <laughs> And then the other fall apart. But now that I'm older, I'm trying to get into this thing of like, okay, 
Because it's, it's less about hoe and it's not about just sex. It's more like what you get from these each person, mm-hmm. right? Like this person makes you feel this way. Sometimes this person, y'all have these kind of conversations. Sometimes this person, we don't talk at all. It's straight business. Like so, it's kind of like until you find that one person that does all the things, mm-hmm. uh, you kind of just float around. But again, I don't necessarily. It's a whole other liquor talk conversation. But you know, monogamy and all that. And I'm getting older now, and I'm like, you know, I might could you know do something a little different, but. <laughs> Uh, but I'm figuring that out, so we'll we'll talk about that on the next one. But I'm just saying, like, as far as I keep the roster, I feel like you know four or five was good. Now I'm trying to go through auditions and narrow it down because you know mm-hmm. we're getting old out here. It's time to retire. Three yes. in my playbook. <laughs> Hang up my Stacey Adams. And... All right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I feel you. I feel you on that. I feel you on that. Um. The retiring stuff because I'm I'm getting old too. I'm like shit. I got a I got a birthday coming up in December. I'm like goddamn. I gotta figure this shit out. But in my heyday, I kept like a a good four to five like y'all did when I was up in college too. You know what I'm saying? How I kept it? How I kept it so low in college because I was just focused on school. But then once I got to Tampa, I kind of cut loose a little bit more. But now I'm starting to be like, and the one thing I hate is it's always the ones that you think are highly favored. The ones that are always like your favorite, the the favorite, the, they always seem to let you down. But it'll be the wild card or the dark horse that you're not expecting to step up. I'm like, why is it always like that? Mm. It's like, it's like if you're like a football team where the number one seed always or basketball team, whatever sports is, the number one seed always losing in the first or second round. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with y'all, man? Y'all like y'all remind me of the Milwaukee Bucks who just got knocked out in the playoffs and they were the number one seed. <laughs> And it's always the five seed or somebody lower always stepping up and winning. It's always not the ones you expect. That's why I've learned from it. You know what I'm saying? So now that I'm getting older, I feel... And that's why yes, you got to have yes, a roster. That's so true because <laughs> you never know. You never know who's going to surprise you. It's unpredictable. It's like March Madness all year. It's like you never know who's that Cinderella that's just going to surprise you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so... Listen, Jesus. hey, you know what I'm saying? To all the Cinderella's out there, don't hey keep it keep it moving, you know what I'm saying? Don't 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 limit yourself, you know what I'm saying? Always that's why and also fellas, that's why we gotta be up on the game too, because we sit here talking about how we have rosters, but y'all know damn well women got rosters too. Come on now. So that's why we gotta step up and cause sometimes and also you gotta know learn how to scale it back because sometimes you can be going all out for this person. But she don't know. You might go home, Ross, that's just the food guy or the, the nigga to give me some dick or a nigga to have a conversation with, nigga to give me a ride. You know what I'm saying? You know these women out here. They got Rosses too. Mm-hmm. Oh, women, let, let me set that straight, too. I feel like female rosters are they, way worse than niggas' rosters. Definitely. It's just assumed that we have rosters. So that's, what, that's why it's easy to make that a thing. But I was raised by women. My grandmother. I have four sisters. I have a lot of female friends. There, it's. I remember growing up and brother so and so was coming over to fix this, and brother, you know, from the church, uncle so and so, and all these niggas. Now I'm an adult and I'm like, oh, my grandma had a team <laughs> out here, like getting taken wow. care of stuff. I thought wow. we had uh, she, brother so and so to come over and change the light bulb, take the trash the out, fix I'm this. Like, oh, you got this nigga come over here to fix this. I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And also, I heard the female perspective mm-hmm. on having rosters. I know y'all heard that whole phase episode, which was of the season three premiere of Liquor Talk. So if y'all want to hear some more of the female perspective, 
They tell you that they did it. So, fellas, don't ever try to play a woman because a woman can play you and you might not even know it because they're better at keeping their rust away from us than we are about, you know. That's facts. Oof. Yes. Rabbit hole. Facts. Rabbit hole. Yes. I don't know what y'all think. Should Man. we include lay all these guys on the rounds? Nah. <laughs> mm, that's up to you, though. Well? But I mean, no, what? it's they're gonna ask some questions, but we, I mean, we're giving answers every time they, they submit questions. So. Yes, they are. So, ladies, keep the questions coming. Lady podcasters, keep the questions coming. If you ever got a question for the guys on the round, be filled to access because we're here for y'all. And also, pop that looker because the more you drink, the better this podcast sounds. So, what do y'all think of cheating spouses? Did you hear about the preacher who cheated on his wife again? Oh, I'm man. like, man, you what are, are you fucking it up about? for all the men because women think highly of pastors and preachers. Do and this nigga. I'm like, man, come John on. John Gray? Yeah, him. I mean, the thing about it is this. I, I honestly do feel like the church gets a lot of uh, negative flack that a lot of other organizations don't get. Um, but I think that that was terrible. Um, it's I feel like it's the fact that it's not his first time doing this. He got end up getting extorted because he thought he was playing somebody and end up recording him and putting him in a bad position. Then he's going to tell the congregation, oh, I need the same Jesus that y'all need. And he's not poor. The man is, you know, he's wealthy. I mean, there's no other way to say it. He bought his wife a $250,000 um, car. That man is not broke. I just that's there's nothing wrong with that as far as him being wealthy, but I just I honestly feel that as a pastor, you know, you should be redistributing some of that just from a biblical point of view. You know, like if you're loaded, you know, people in your you should be having some in your church every week where they eating. Cause I know for a fact everybody in your congregation ain't lit like that. So I just think it is somewhat hypocritical of him specifically. But again, I want to stress the fact that that can't be representative of all the different pastors and the clergy members out there. So that's my two cents. Yeah, because some of them be out there. Some of them not, might not be as low-key as um, high known out there, but there are some out there that are known for out there messing around with other women that are in the church while still married. Because I remember a couple a couple years ago in Tallahassee, the preacher, I was at this man's church and I heard about it here in Tampa that he got caught at one of his one of his members' houses and they end up and he got caught running butt ass naked out the house because the husband was gonna come shoot that ass. I'm like, bruh, are you serious? I'm not gonna say the pastor name, but I'm like, bruh, you serious? And then get this, he was in the pulpit the next Sunday as if nothing happened. Mm. I, that I had a problem with, man. That was mm. that was dirty, man. That was definitely that dirty. Was real dirty. I mean, what y'all think, fellas, about the cheating? I was like, why do people take cheaters back? Um, so I don't do cheating. Um, <laughs> so <you go. laughs> um, I think cheating is a choice. Um, and this is also from experience. Uh, I used to be a cheater. Um, 
But I also used the excuse, oh, I was drunk. And yeah, okay, I was drunk, but I still made the choice to do that um, activity. And yeah, one's a cheater. I just feel like, well, once a cheater in that relationship, you're going to cheat again. Um, and from experience, I cheated again. And yeah. I don't know why people take cheaters back because I would never took my ass back either, especially if y'all would know how this whole thing played out. Um, yeah. I don't date cheaters and I don't take cheaters back. Yeah. Now, how? what did you learn from your experiences of being a cheater and how did that make you a better person for your relationships? Um, I realized I really hurt that person. Like, it wasn't even... I don't think it was like the act. I just kept lying about it. And then that was more disheartening for that person, especially since that person loved me and all this. It was like, you can't even tell me the truth that you already did this. And I have the proof, you know, so to say. And I was like, well, when you put it like that, (laughs) I Mm. see why um, I hurt you. But um, it helped me grow just because I was hurt. I was hurt that I would do something like that to somebody that I actually love. And um, I was in a dark space, which is, again, not an excuse to cheat, but I just didn't know how to express myself um, verbally of what I wanted. So I had to go seek it in other formations. So. Understood. Understood. Yes, very real. That's I appreciate very real. you sharing that. Don, what you thinking? Uh, so I was, uh, I was never a cheater, I guess. Um, but again, I think that my thing is I, it am equally as bad because I ha- also had no problem being the other person. Like in my head, it was always like, if y'all got something going on, I'm not looking to get involved in that. But if you come to me and talking to me, I'm not going to ask you who you were or what I got going on. That's between y'all. And I used to write that excuse for a little bit until I got older and realized no (laughs) that's wrong too like if you know you're a part of it as well so that's my struggle was kind of getting past that mindset thinking oh i'm I'm good i don't cheat on anybody but if you're playing the third wheel to something you just as bad as just as guilty so i think it kind of goes back to the whole thing like i was saying until you get what you need from what you're you're looking for when you get that from your significant other i don't believe in making people your one-stop shop that's why you know monogamy i'm toying with that right now because i'm like I'm not really mad at, like, if I got somebody that I know has my back and I don't have to worry about anything, and we both agree to that, and, you know, you got your little roster still, and I've got my roster, whatever, and hopefully we don't, but if we come to that conclusion, that's it. But I'd rather do that than us be like, okay, we're exclusive, we're in this, and then I find out, you know, you out doing something, because one thing I am is extremely jealous. I'm a Taurus, and somebody will die. So (laughs) if we talk ahead of time, and we already agreed to still do our thing. I'm not jealous like that. I'll keep my little roster too, and we can be good. I believe in those relationships. I know people that have had open marriages for 20 years, like personal friends of mine. Um, I haven't done it yet, but I feel like that's an option. So I don't know. I don't. I feel like if you're cheating, you're, you're not getting what you need. So you need to get it. However, you're going to get it without judgment of what people are going to yes. think about it. I'll tell so, you on that. And without hurting. I'll somebody. tell you on that. Um, now, personally, I've never been a cheater, but. I was once the side person, and I was like, you know what? I don't think I would ever do that again. And then it was awkward meeting the main person. I'm like, this girl really invited me over, didn't tell me the main nigga was going to be there. I'm like, wow. I can't listen. When I tell you I was quiet as fuck, I I shook that man's hand, and that's about it. 
I ain't say shit. I was so quiet. I, I sipped my drink. I was like, okay, whatever. I didn't say shit. I'm like, and also, I didn't even pursue things with that girl because it's like, you cheated on this man with me, and then you brought me over, want me to hang out with him and stuff. I'm like, no. I know damn well you ain't tell his ass. I'm watching him do the do drugs and shit. You know what I'm saying? He was on the molly. I watched him put the molly in his drink or whatever. So I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I'm good on that. You know what I'm saying? Because me personally, now, if you cheat on me, I'm gone because I don't deserve this. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not about to do it to you. Now, unless we're in a kind of an open relationship, you know what I'm saying? And we've established that, which, have I ruled that out? No, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm on that point right now. I'm open to it, but it's it's not the first thing. But if I'm loyal to you, you should be loyal to me, hands down. You know what I'm saying? So would I take a cheetah back? Nah, because mm-hmm. you you had that intention out there. You know what I'm saying? And who knows? You probably didn't cut that person off, so you're probably gonna go run right back to them. So it is what it is. Because at the end of the day, I'm the fucking prize, and you you played yourself. So so people out there, stop being stop cheating. If you can't be loyal. If you can't be loyal, don't be in a relationship. It, that's that's the bottom line of that. Mm-hmm. Speaking of relationships and breaking up, I know I should have covered this way earlier, but <laughs> what do y'all think about Dr. Dre's uh, ex-wife asking for all that money, but yet she signed the prenup? Bruh. Baby. Listen. I would have been like, damn, son, where'd you find her? Damn, son, where'd you find her? Hell yeah. That's look, right. he, look, he bugging, look, he had a prenup before he got in with her. You know what I'm saying? He knew who she was. She knew who he was. But let me let me say something real quick. $900,000 a month for entertainment? What? So, that, so you basically saying, I ain't never been entertained my whole life. Because I never knew you needed $900,000 <laughs> a month to be entertained. <laughs> she don't look look this there's so much wrong with this man i if a judge if a judge honors these requests <laughs> that judge need to be fired i i, mm. I i'm in the wrong industry man because this this is ridiculous mm-hmm. i'm sorry that is so ridiculous now, if she had like four kids from old boy if she had like four or five kids or something like that from him then We'll be having a different conversation. Even then, they don't take but that much raise the kids, kids. But anyway, I, I I mean I don't crazy man. I, maybe maybe I'm I don't I don't know how expensive stuff is in California. I heard it's really bad. Maybe they need that much. I don't know. <laughs> man, y'all want to get this before I get it? What is entertainment? What is entertain? What is nine thousand dollars for entertainment? What does the entertainment consist of? Like private lap dances? Like and she about to buy a whole Um, she about to be a city girl. But at the same time, here's the thing: I okay. listen, live her best life, right? But I, my thing with that is, uh, it's ridiculous. She's out of her mind. But at the same time, like you said, he knew what he was getting himself into. You know how it is when you're rich and you hire these bad bitches to be the girl. Like, you, you, your job was to be bad and to raise these kids, and my job was to be rich. And y'all know how this works. So I really don't want to hear too much complaining because you, you, you signed up for this. And I'm all about, you know, taking 
these motherfuckers for all they're worth. If you got to, like, I don't know what the, I don't know what he did to her. We all know he allegedly put hands on other women, so she might have a story to tell. I'm just saying, but at the same time, nine thousand a month, my ass, sit down somewhere. Exactly, <laughs> Marco. What you thinking, dog? Um, all I'm gonna say is prenups because what we come into this relationship with, that's what we need to leave with. Um, again. I don't know why somebody needs that much money to um, be entertained a month, but let me tell you, if somebody paid me that much, I would be living my best life like Carisha and JT, okay? Um, That's real. So, I mean, if the allegations (laughs) of him doing whatever he did behind the scenes is true, run her her money. Give give it all to her. Let her listen. Listen, I heard that she, they did file the, um, he did, he did have a prenup, but she trying to say, oh, I was forced to sign it. I'm like, you weren't forced to do nothing. You got oh. a choice. Either you sign it or not. You know what I'm saying? You are not forced to sign no damn prenup. You know what I'm saying? You can say no to it and just walk away. You are not forced to sign no damn prenup. Okay. Get the fuck out of here. Because you could have been like, no, I'm not signing that and the relationship done with. Nah, uh-uh. You knew what time it is when you signed that damn prenup. Uh-uh. Mm-mm-mm. Well, and there's that. Be married no more as it is. Once this is all over with, he didn't need to chill. He don't need to get nobody else. And listen, and while we on that subject, why do y'all? What do y'all think of women that have these babies for a rich man demanding so much money? Because I heard one of future baby mamas demanding fifty three thousand, and future future like I'm just about to pay a thousand. A judge only ruled in favor of like three thousand a month. <laughs> now, why the hell are these women asking so much for having a baby? I'm like, I have I a really good. I have a really good opinion. That's their occupation. Get rich off that. That's crazy. $53,000 a month to raise my son? Hell no. But it's so here's occupation. Out. So I, Go ahead. I feel like the with that, well, with future, so to say, I can't speak for every other famous people, but um, I feel like the child should live like his father's living. He's a rapper. He got all these juries and designer and things. The mother needs that money to, um, to what am I trying to say? To mirror, to mirror lies the lifestyle that his father. So, so I see no. what, I mean, 50, 53,000 might be a little steep, mm-hmm. but um, just to keep up the image of a baby rapper or a singer or whoever, Give her her money every month (laughs) (laughs) because this ain't gonna be easy. You're not even in the picture anyway. So give me listen. Just this is where me and this is where me and future divorce because even if I had that kind of money, I want my I want to see my child. Damn it, I didn't have a father growing up, so I'm gonna give that child what I didn't have growing up. You know what I'm saying? No, and no, the baby mama just not to go get a job for her damn self. She she want that lifestyle. You gonna have to go get your damn self because I'm taking care of my kids, goddammit. But future is purposely not taking care of his kids. No oh, damn. Very true. <laughs> That's sad. Like, Black men, we need to do better than that. Black men, we need to stop we doing do, that shit. You know what I'm saying? In the in the case of future specifically, I think he has like eleven baby moms. Mm-hmm. Um after he got to like number three, so after crazy. he got to number three. And listen, you know what I'm saying? Let, let's be hundred percent real. You know, nobody, you know, nobody like to pull out, right? But you can't do that every time, especially when you're a celebrity and especially out here with these diseases. So 
you know, the fact that he continues mm. to just be in the wind with these, I guess, attractive models or whoever they are, he no, they don't care about him having other baby moms. Mm-mm. They want something for that child. But the problem is, is that he already got so many of them. I don't know how much he's worth, but you know, at some point it's gonna run out when he gets to a certain age. So unless he's gonna become a record label owner mm-hmm. or something like Birdman, I don't see how this is gonna work out in his favor and not say mm, the next ten years or so. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's only got a few more years of bubbling on track. A few more, unless he signs some artists <laughs> and um start be like Birdman. Started, uh, I hope he invested some of that money. You know what I'm saying? I, I hope he's been like Rick Ross and have some wing stops around. You know what I'm saying? Investing into that. You know what I'm saying? I hope he was just dumb and Lamborghini living, which a lot, of mm-hmm. a lot of them are. But you know, I hope a lot of them done put their money aside and invested their money. And also because you see how MC Hammer got out the whole quick though. You know what I'm saying? They say he was broke for a while, but you see MC Hammer got out of it, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, because he got in the text. So I hope Future does does more of that instead of, you know, making babies. And please, it ain't just about pulling out. It's also about wearing a damn condom. Shit. I know, I know it don't feel good to wear a condom, but I'd rather you put the damn thing on than to have a baby by a woman you don't even want to have a baby with. Mm. Mm. Simple. It, it's... There's also that. Yeah, it's so simple. People people make this more crazy than what it has to be, you know what I'm saying? Ladies and gentlemen, this is liquor talk. We are going to go overtime, you know what I'm saying? So go ahead and pop some more shots, you know what I'm saying? Because this conversation is really good with the fellas, you know what I'm saying? Fellas, I hope y'all are enjoying this half as much as I am with y'all, you know what I'm saying? Ladies and gentlemen, this is liquor talk. If you don't know, now you know. Go ahead and subscribe. Leave us a rating if you listen to us on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Wherever you listen to your podcast at, go ahead and leave us a rating. So, fellas, I got a question for y'all. Who do y'all think loves harder, men or women? Who? What are we thinking, mm-hmm. fellas? How much y'all boys go this time? I ain't tackling this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm not a woman, so I can't <laughs> speak for them i think it might appear uh more that they love more because they're naturally more emotional but i don't think that's the case i think it's 50 50 i just think uh i don't know i really i don't, I really just think it's 50 50 i think it just depends on who you love um and if you're being honest about how you feel you know like i think we're just used to men not expressing their feelings so it seems we're like we're just a little more separated and cut off but I would beg to differ that it's probably like right down the line. Yeah. Like even. I think um that's me. So, I think women love sorry, I'm trying to make sure what I want to say is what I want to say. Um I think women love harder um with many different men, but when men love that one woman that's who we gonna love, and we gonna love her hard as we can. If that if that came out correctly, um, but that's from my experience. Yeah, I definitely feel like um, us men when we um when we all in on a woman, 
that's when we love the hardest, you know what I'm saying? It's just like what you said, because we we done took time, we done scouted her out, we done got to know her, we done got to know everything about her, we done scouted her out. We we realized that she's the one she has shown us multiple times that she's worthy of us being that one for her. So I definitely feel like mm-hmm. us men, when we find that one, we go all out. And then once that one breaks our heart, it's the end of the world. And that's what turns a lot of men into sorry, man, because they don't want to experience that. It's more of let me get you before you get me. And it's a shame that it's like that sometimes. Right. I mean, for me, I feel I feel like I, agree. I do agree with y'all's points that y'all have presented. For me, I feel like, you know, we've talked about in the past episodes, you know, about guys not being able to express their emotions properly. And so I really do feel like when it comes down to the nitty-gritty, I do feel like guys, when they actually love, they do love deeply. I mean, I'm looking at myself as an example, my father. I'm looking at even some public figures like Benzel Washington, for example, that really, you know, adore their spouse. I mean, we could even argue, arguably, look at Will and Data. They, you know, their spouse is the apple of their eye. And I think that when a man, this Mm -hmm. goes back to my statement earlier in our episode today, when a guy makes that decision that he's going to stay with that one person, love that one person, I really think that makes a difference. You know, once you're, once the person is because decides to be all in as a guy, once we decide to be all in, we're all in. So that, to me, I think that that's beautiful thing. It doesn't happen as often as it should. But, um, you know, I, I really do feel like when men actually do love, I, I do feel like they love harder. But I know that there's debates on both sides with that. So Yes. I, I, now, I do understand where the women feel like they could um, feel like they can say, oh, we love hard. But I, I really feel like at the end of the day, it is kind of <laughs> equal. But at the same time, it's like I really, as a man from a man's standpoint, when we love y'all, we go we go all out for them. There's nothing we ain't gonna do if if we gonna we'll spend our last dollar to make sure she's straight. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes it's for a woman that probably won't even do the same for us. So it's you know, last thing. Yeah, I agree. For but sure. ladies and gentlemen, this is liquor talk. If you don't know, now you know. So fellas, now. I got I got a new podcast that's coming up, a new podcast group that's um called What the Hell Are You Doing Podcast. I'm gonna have them on next week. Um their new podcast launching in October. So what are some tips y'all wanna give to the new podcast? What's well, what's the aim of the podcast? What are they gonna be talking about? I think they're going to be talking about like everyday life, everything struggles, like from everything what we go through on a daily basis. So, um, and it's like I said, um, they're still working on the kinks and all that stuff. But like I said, I'm going to dive into that a little bit more on the episode once I talk to them. But what are some things, tips from y'all experiences that y'all want to pass along to them that they make sure they don't make the same mistakes? Oh, man. Uh, let's see. Go ahead. I would say one that's kind of just, just kind of just in general. Um, I say like, I'm really big on like you know your energy being right mm-hmm. before you record because I think that yeah. uh, we don't really realize because we think we think of ourselves so small, but like people are listening, they're counting on hearing your show. You know what I mean? Like you're reaching people, 
And so I just don't believe in half-assing it. There's been days where I've kind of just slopped shows together because I wasn't really feeling it. And I'm looking back and I'm like, you know, I got to be 100% every single time. So if I'm not feeling something, I, it's okay to have a late show. If I'm just not in the mood, not that I'm not in the mood, but, you know, if it's rushed or things are going wrong, it's better to hold off on it and be your best than it is just to, you know, get the numbers or get it out. Like, you want to be authentic. So that's my advice. Um, my advice would be um, stay true to your craft. Um, don't try to be like other creatives. Um, the whole thing with this whole like creative thing is that we're our own individual person. So there's no right or wrong way to do your show. Don't nobody know if you messed up. Don't nobody know if you forgot a topic. Just stay true to your craft and work on the mistakes as you go. And don't beat yourself up on the way either. Yes, please don't. Um, it's a new podcast. I'm definitely looking forward to working with y'all next week. But um, y'all just be, be true to yourselves. Before we wrap this up, I saw something crazy. Did y'all know that they said uh, doctors are now saying wearing a mask during sex and to avoid kissing new people are advised by top doctors um, to stop the spread of COVID? Man, these doctors are stupid as fuck. Who the hell kisses with a mask? It's going to happen. It ain't gonna no, happen. I ain't kissing nobody with no mask. <laughs> uh-uh. If you don't take that mask off, I saw an Stop. OnlyFans video. <laughs> I saw a video on OnlyFans of these people <laughs> with a mask on having sex. Really? I'm like, I'm not doing this. I, it's, I'm not, not, no. <laughs> For what? You're doing everything. You exchange all kinds of other body body fluids. fluids like, so well, you got a mask don't... on, my nigga, but. <sighs> The sweat alone, you know what I mean? Like, what are you wearing a mask like, for? But, come on, if you got what you know, mask, you're not even his own. Uh-uh, no. I'm not doing mm-hmm. that. If you got, if we got to do this with a mask on, uh-uh, no, I don't want it. I'll wait. I don't want it. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe yeah, it that. Is. I ain't even going to do it. 2020, man. 2020. That's all. <laughs> Not that I watch OnlyFans, y'all. I had heard about that. I don't, I don't, you know, subscribe to OnlyFans or anything. You know, that was the old me. I just heard about that. <laughs> I ain't subscribe to any of the people. Somebody's one that lost their mind. They want twenty dollars a month when when Pornhub is still free, man. Y'all, y'all lost your mind. <laughs> y'all, and, some of y'all want twenty. Uh, and what? Oh, that's so. Funny. I said, and my bitster is free still too. <laughs> Some of y'all want oh twenty God. or thirty dollars a month to watch out, watch out. Yes, sir. Man, come on now, come on now. Who, who, what, what man gonna come out of that? Nah, man. Look, nah. I'm not about to get a hand cramp while paying for something. Yeah, no, Mm-mm. not doing. No, that. no, no, sir. No, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, all right. This is going left real fast. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I'm staying out of this one. <laughs> That's how we wrap up this episode of the guys on the ground. Let's one more time, fellas. I'm gonna thank y'all for joining us for this <laughs> month. I hope y'all come back next month because we're gonna have a crazy Oktoberfest and guys on around is definitely gonna be in the middle of it. So I hope to see y'all back right back here next month. All right, let's go round table. Tell everybody where they can find y'all at. Juggy Savage. YouTube.com um, forward slash B O J radio. We are covering politics. The right and wrong moves coming up for this monumental election. Appreciate y'all. Thank you for having me, Vic. All right, Don. What, 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 what can be playing at? 
Uh, you can find me on at uh, at the Dumb B on all platforms. That's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, and off like the podcast on anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, yeah, all of them: Apple, Spotify, Google. And as usual, happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. Look forward to have you again next month. And last but not least, Marco, what can people find you at? What's up, world? Y'all can find me on all streaming services under Hear Me Out and on the socials, Twitter, Instagram at This Is Hear Me Out. Thanks, Victor, for another great show. All right, thank you, fellas, for joining me once again. This is uh, your man, Vic. You can find me on Real V Jones on Twitter and Instagram. Look at Talk Podcast on Instagram. And guess what? We're going we gonna to get the YouTube channel cranked back up, but it's Look at Talk Podcast. So, fellas, do not be surprised if next month we are doing this thing live stream next month. So, get ready for that. I'm just going to throw that out there. Don't be surprised, fellas. So, I can't sit in my room. All right. Got it. (laughs) I'm ready. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I hope y'all enjoyed this edition of Look and Talk. (laughs) Until the next time, ladies and gentlemen, remember we're going through all this bullshit together. And all you got to do when you get down and pull yourself a liquor, pull yourself a shot of liquor, pull it up. And keep moving until the next time we out this thing. Deuces, fellas.